Afternoon, children. Am I audible? So, children, we were doing enemy. Okay, we were doing enemy, and it's written by Pearl S. Buck. We discussed that. So, she had spent her entire childhood in China. And she's written about this, uh, this a doctor, Dr. Sadao, in the backdrop of the Second World War. The Second World War, as we discussed, children, it finally ended with the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And Japan was completely destroyed. We also discussed that during wartime, emotions can never be normal. We might be very kind-hearted people, but we won't be disposed so kindly towards the enemy soldiers, the soldiers of the enemy country. We won't be, uh, in fact, uh, be understanding towards their pain or their sorrow normally, because we are very upset about our own soldiers being killed at that time. And the Japanese, in fact, their prisoners of war, the prisoners of war taken by the Japan, the Japanese army, in fact, they were really tortured very badly. It was supposed to be the worst kind of torture that was meted out to the prisoners of war. The Japanese were supposed to be absolutely ruthless. And children, in Tiger King, you read something that uh, the Tiger King at that time, he thought that have the tigers all performed harakiri. And I told you that it's a Japanese method of suicide, in fact. Again, a very cruel thing, you know, where you stab yourself and you disembowel yourself. In fact, you know, you turn the dagger so that the, all the entrails, they come out. So again, that was also a very torturous kind of thing. Okay. So in fact, a lot of enmity was there between Japan and US. And that's the backdrop in which this story is written. So Dr. Sadao Hoki, we discussed that. He was a very good doctor. In fact, he was the best surgeon in Japan, you could say. And he was the one who did not go on war duty. He was not sent for war duty because he was a very good surgeon. And the general at that time, General Takima, would have required a surgery. So he was the one who was asked to stay back in case that need arose. Sadao's father, absolutely staunch Japanese he liked only everything Japanese. So there, you know, we are talking about Sadao's upbringing. Everything Japanese, traditional Japanese, orthodox Japanese. But in spite of that, his father sent him abroad to study. He sent him to US to study because he wanted the best of education for his son. Sadao got married to Hannah and he thought that if he wouldn't have married Hannah, then maybe he doesn't know whom he would have married. And in fact, when he met Hannah at that time also, he first tried to find out whether she is pure in race or not. Because uh, had she been not pure in race, having an American mother or some Chinese mother, something like that, it wouldn't have done for the old man. So they came back and got married in Japan, the way the old man wanted. Father was, of course, now dead, but he died a very happy man seeing his son's success, seeing his son become one of the best surgeons. And he was also a scientist who was doing a research on healing of wounds. Now, Sadao and Hannah, they were standing outside 
their house when they suddenly saw somebody emerging from the sea. Okay, their house was right in front of the beach. We have discussed that. Emerging from the sea, the man walked a few steps and fell down. They both ran towards him and then they saw that his hair was blonde and on the cap it was written US Navy so there was absolutely no doubt that he was a prisoner of war, American prisoner of war, their enemy soldier. And the best thing would be to hand him over to the police, to report to the police and he would be handed back to the army again. But then somehow their humanity prevented them from doing that. We discussed children, it was basically a conflict between the head and the heart. The head said that you have to hand him over to the police. If you are caught, you'll be branded a traitor. The heart said that, I mean, a dying man, you just leave him to die. So in fact, they just couldn't go against their conscience there. They brought him home, informed the servants. One of the servants, the children's uh, maid, in fact, Yumi. Hannah asked her to clean his wounds and she refused. She said that I just won't do that. She would have agreed for a Japanese, but an American, definitely not. And the rest of the servants also, they were very upset. One of the servants, in fact, told Hannah that uh, master should not save him because the sea first, the First, the bullet tried to kill him. Then the sea tried to kill him with her rocks. So if Sadao saves him, then nature would take its revenge. Now, Hannah did not believe in this kind of superstition, but she didn't say anything. Now, Sadao knew that the surgery had to be done immediately because he had got a bullet hit and the bullet hadn't been taken out of the body. The bullet had to be taken out, otherwise the man would have died. So the surgery was necessary. He asked Hannah to give the anesthesia. Now, Hannah was not a doctor. She found it very difficult. And Sadao, of course, he was helpless there. I mean, he needed Hannah's help. So finally, he started the surgery. Whenever he did the surgery, he forgot everything else except for the patient in front of him. And he remembered his professor of anatomy who said that he always used to say, in fact, used to thunder in the class that operating a human body without complete knowledge of the human body is a cardinal sin, sirs. He always used to say that, that you should have absolutely thorough knowledge of anatomy, otherwise what kind of a surgeon you are. If you perform a surgery that way, you, you are actually committing a sin. So Sada, of course, was very good in that. And uh, when he was conducting the surgery at that time, you know, he realized that the bullet was very near the kidney. So he had to be careful. And he had this habit of talking to his patient. The person he was operating, obviously the person was um, unconscious and he wouldn't be hearing anything, but still he had this habit. So he said, it's not in the kidney. It's very near the kidney, my friend. This was his habit. Obviously, he's an enemy soldier, not his friend. And he managed to take it out, you know, with a very clean cut. Obviously, he was a very good surgeon. And then when he checked his pulse and he said that, you know, the man is going to survive. And again, Hannah got very scared. What do we do? if he survives. So throughout they were confused whether they want him to live, they don't want him to live. They saved him. Okay. And they've done everything, taken all the risks to save him, but they were afraid. One thing children, I forgot to tell you when they brought the man and they laid him on the floor. In fact, uh, the Japanese decor children, mattresses, everywhere, the mats, in fact, everywhere. And then there was no bed. 
Yes, there was no bed and they brought him to the old man's room, the Hatsadao's father who was now dead. And he in his life would never sit on a chair or sleep on a bed. He wanted everything Japanese, the mattress okay, to sit on and so they laid him there and it was a very beautiful silk sheet which was covering that and Hannah got uh, a bit uh, you know worried that uh, this man in fact he's bleeding so profusely so if we lay him here you know this silk uh, sheet it would be spoiled and she wanted to remove that okay so here you know you can see that it's quite funny women actually can be very contradictory in their ways at times. She's taken such a huge risk. She's risked everything, family's reputation, everything to save this man, but she's worried about this silk sheet. So after that, you know, the surgery was over. Both of them, again, they were happy or whether they were sad, they themselves didn't know. So Sadao said that, you know, all said and done, this man, he's young and he's going to survive. He's going to live. Now both of them, they were taking care of him and he then started getting a little better and he thanked them when he started talking, he felt a little better. He thanked them and he said that in fact, you know, had I not met Japs like you, that is Japanese like you, I would have had a totally wrong impression about them. So he wanted to tell his name and talk to them. So Sadao said, look, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to know your name. So he felt a little hurt. He was a bit hurt. But Sadao, he was going through his own uh, problems. You know, he had say he had gone against his nation in a way by saving an enemy soldier, and he didn't know what to do. He tried writing to the police, and he just wasn't able to write. So he didn't want to really strike a friendship with him. And throughout, you know, he was telling Hannah that I know he's my enemy, and I hate him. And just look at his face. It looks so stupid. So he was trying to convince himself that he hates him. Which we can understand children, it's not really that. Now the servants, in fact, you know, the servants were talking amongst themselves and they were talking deliberately so that Hannah could hear them. Okay. And when Hannah was within earshot at that time, they were talking and they said that, you know, we don't understand why master has saved him. So another servant said, the gardener, he said that, you know, he's so proud. He's so proud of his skills as a doctor that he just goes and saves anybody. How can he do that? And in fact, the cook was also there. And there is this description about, you know, the gardener being very particular that nothing should be there on the grass. So it was Japanese grass. Okay, the kind of grass that we use now, children, earlier when we were kids at that time, it was quite rare. So very green and it completely covers the ground. So he was very particular about that and he had designed the garden, the Japanese gardens children, they are very famous. Okay. So he was very particular about that and he had fallen a little behind. Okay, that will come later. So uh, they were talking about that and they were very upset that why is he doing that? And also, you know, they started being a little rude. They did not say anything but they used to cast very hostile glances at Hannah because they were angry. Now, um, on the 11th day, something strange happened. On the 14th day, sorry children. All the servants went away. The servants now refused to stay. 
the reason they just wouldn't have this thing you know of their master keeping an enemy soldier in the house risking his own reputation his entire family's reputation and also theirs so they said that we are very poor people and we are not going to stay here so they all went away okay yumi when she went in fact she was crying because she was very attached to the children and she told hana that in case the baby misses me then just call me you know where i live hana did not say anything but she was very determined that she wouldn't call them they had left on their own and she wouldn't definitely call them and at that time hana was thinking she was standing and she was thinking and she was doing the work okay and very tired due to the unaccustomed labor okay unaccustomed children accustomed is you are used to it unaccustomed you are not used to it hana was not used to the labor the kind of work children unaccustomed labor i can understand the meaning of this word children unaccustomed labor very well now after the lockdown children no made nothing doing all the work on our own okay all your mothers and we understood the meaning of unaccustomed labor never done all all these things i've told the class also many times that be particular about you know not littering the classroom because the maid has to clean it and she's doing physical labor you should be kind towards that you know unnecessarily she has to clean the entire room again sweep the entire room again so we should have respect for that so you uh, doing unaccustomed labor she was not used to it and working she was obviously very tired and she was just standing there and then she thought that how is it that the servants they are all uneducated people but they have so much of clarity in their minds they are very clear that okay he's an enemy soldier we are not supposed to help him master is wrong and his wife is wrong both of them are wrong and we are not going to stay here we've stayed here enough and we are not going to tolerate this anymore very clear in their views and she wondered that both she and sadao being educated people why were they confused okay sometimes they felt that okay they should be helping him at times they were really worried and when they brought him also at that time they were very confused whether to throw him back to the sea or to bring him home after the surgery was successful that time also hana's first reaction was that okay what do we do if he lives when sadao said that he is going to live at that time she was worried about that so being educated also there was absolutely no clarity in their minds that's what really bothered her that these people they are uneducated yet you know these people they are so clear in their views their views are so clear and educated people in fact they are being confused they are wavering in their thoughts so what do you think about this children why does such a thing happen you've heard a saying children i was born intelligent but education ruined me have you heard that <laughs> yes uh when you are educated you know you learn about so many things you have so many different ideas about things and then you know you analyze things so obviously there will be a bit of lack of clarity at times because you are aware of so many things when you don't know anything see children you've heard of this saying also ignorance is bliss 
you don't know anything so be happy i don't know i don't understand so i don't have to bother nice so obviously being educated that was the reason why they were confused okay what should be done when throwing a person out just like that things cannot be you know uh, like we say you know things can't be in black and white just like that black and white means very clear about everything like you know the small kids they are very clear ye acha hai ye acha nahi hai when we ask you your answer will be that ye acha hai par ye thoda sa isme ye problem hai this is very bad but then you know it's not all that bad so there you know you see shades of gray as you grow older you can see shades of gray everything cannot be perfect whatever is good might be having some drawbacks whatever is bad can can't be all that bad maybe right you understood this children why was hana confused and why hana wondered that why they are so confused whereas the servants are so clear in their views okay so on the 14th day the first thing that happened was the servants went away they said that we can't stay here any longer they just went away they left the second thing which happened was a little scary a messenger came from the commander okay general takima from the general the top boss of the army his messenger came to their house the moment hana saw him she was really scared definitely these people must have come to know that they have been protecting and keeping an, an enemy soldier at home and maybe the servants though the servants were very loyal but then one never knew the children earlier people loyalty was a different kind of thing for people it was a very great value even now it is but at that time you know uh, here also we see shades of gray at times but at that time you know the servants or the people they used to be very loyal to their masters so the servants wouldn't have told anything but then she thought that god knows how he has come to know about it and she was really scared and she ran inside to inform sadao that somebody is there a messenger from general takima from the general now when she went inside it was war time children the messenger followed her inside normally one doesn't do that but certain rules they changed during the war the messenger followed her inside and he saw sadao and he said that uh, he told hana in fact that actually general wants to see him he wants to see sadao because he is not feeling well and hana in, in fact you know she heaved a sigh of relief that thank god it's only about seeing dr sadao so she said okay is that all she said what do you mean is that all isn't that enough the general is not well he wants to see the doctor she said yes yes of course now sadao immediately he came he met the general and he uh, did his check up and he said that you are okay now but then you might be requiring a surgery and he said that in fact you know uh, general was saying that uh, when you are a very good surgeon and uh, but you know sometimes i feel that the germans the germans are supposed to be very perfect in their work but you know they are quite ruthless and they don't show much of sensitivity to people they don't uh, in fact show much of sentiments unlike the americans so what we should do is we should combine these two we should be having these two things in us 
between the German perfection and also the American sentimentalism that we should have. And I don't know why we are not able to combine these two. And at that time, so Sadao nodded and he said, yes, right. And he said that, you know, actually, so he found his chance to just um, give a bit of hint to General Takima at that time. So he said that, you know, I found a German, uh, an American soldier and he was almost dead. You could say he was almost dead. And I operated on him and I managed to take out the bullet and he survived. So I don't think any other doctor could have done that deliberately, he told like that. So General Takima, in fact, you know, at that time, he was not thinking in terms of prisoners of war or torture or they had to be imprisoned immediately. He said, yes, yes, of course, I know you are a very good doctor. And that's why I called you. Okay, because when I was not feeling well. And he said that, okay, I can just do one thing. And don't worry, I'll send two of my private assassins two private killers to kill the man. Sadao, by that time, he was so worried about what to do. He said, okay, just do that, do whatever. He said that my two private assassins, they'll kill, uh, they'll come and kill him. And they are very well trained. And in fact, you know, you won't even know that they are in the house. They'll be absolutely quiet and they'll come and kill and go. And if you want, they can remove the body also. Sadao said yes, he just wanted the American soldier out of his house. He said they'll uh, remove the body also and you know they know the art of inward bleeding so you won't find a drop of blood also anywhere. Sadao agreed. He said that okay whatever I mean I've just got this off my chest now. Let General Takima handle it. So in fact uh, at that time he saw uh, uh, this man in fact you know the American prisoner of war. He had told Sadao that my name is Tom and Sadao said, I don't want to know your name. So at that time, he just got up, uh, Tom got up and Sadao said that, why have you got up? I asked you to take rest. So he said that, you know, I think that uh, my shoulder, my right shoulder is hurting a little bit. And Sadao immediately, you know, the doctor in him came to the fore. And he said, okay, how come? I thought I provided for that. So immediately he started his own checkup that he should be comfortable. So children, again, you can see two contradictory things. On one hand, he's agreed to General Takima's suggestion that I'll just get him killed. On the other hand, he's not well. Uh, he's feeling a bit of pain in his shoulder. So immediately, Dr. Sadao is taking care of that also. Now, Hannah, in fact, noticed a few marks near Tom's neck. Okay. And she thought that the stories that we hear about the torture of prisoners of war, is it true? So they used to add, because um, at that time, you know, they knew about the Japanese army's achievements and the kind of victories that they were achieving. And everywhere people were praising them. And wherever they went, you know, people in fact used to um, sing praises of them and hail them, all that. So uh, she thought that in fact, these stories, they were there. But really, not people did not really bother about these stories, about the torture of the prisoners of war and all that. So she thought that, are these stories true? I mean, where did he get all these marks on his neck? And then she thought of another thing. She remembered that people, in fact, always said that General Takima used to treat his wife very cruelly. He really used to ill-treat his wife and he used to beat his wife also. This was one thing which people used to talk about. 
regarding general takima and hana thought that if a man can treat a woman in his power this way what not he must be doing with the prisoners of war so maybe the stories are true general takima he was a bad person but a great commander okay very ruthless person but definitely a very good general so uh, sadao that night he knew that those two private assassins of general takima would come and kill tom so he waited and throughout in fact you know he couldn't sleep and he was thinking that okay if he, if he heard even a slight noise you know he felt that okay maybe they are there the next morning he was very sure that i won't be seeing tom again i won't be seeing the prisoner of war again and what happened then that uh, he saw that the prisoner of war in fact he was roaming about in the room very happily okay he greeted him hello doctor he greeted him and he thought what is this when I mean, he thought that he would die and he would be killed and he was seeming very cheerful okay. and he was all hail and hearty cheerful his health had improved he is looking much better so uh, sada was in fact we can't say disappointed but then he thought that okay maybe next day so the next night what happened it was raining again it was raining and he thought that it was raining so definitely this is the night when those two people will come and kill him because nobody would hear any sound so hana had got up and he in fact because she heard a sound and he said that no 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 don't get up so even hana was surprised that why he was behaving like that the next morning he saw that tom was okay so no assassin had come so sadao in fact after that he thought that i just can't cope up with this kind of stress anymore this kind of tension and apprehension anymore okay so what do you think he did now this man he's roaming about in my house he's a complete danger to me he's my enemy and i can't have him in the house anymore sending him away just like that also would be risky what do you think children sadao would have done can you answer in the chat no one okay okay class is quiet today okay sadao you know thought that i just can't take it anymore and what he did was he gave the prisoner of war a boat some clothes in the morning he went to the shop and he got a blanket for him some water some food and he said that just leave okay at one point children somebody would be thinking that okay he thought that they are not killing him i might kill him myself or something like that sadao cannot do that okay we know that so now then he thought that should i give him my flashlight flashlight children is torch so he thought that should i give him my flashlight so what do you think children he gave him his flashlight obviously so <laughs> he gave him his flashlight and then he told him that you just go there are those islands there you can just go to one of the islands and wait 
wait for a Korean fishing boat. Obviously, he couldn't wait for American Navy ship wouldn't come there. And obviously, he couldn't wait for an American, uh, a Japanese Navy ship. So they said that you wait for a Korean fishing boat. And if you see one, Korean was a friendly country. So you just escape. Okay. And then he said that suppose, uh, and uh, there's plenty of fish available there. I mean, you can catch fish. And the uh, place, the sea near that island, it's quite deep. So the boats come quite near that. And there's plenty of fish available. Of course, you can catch fish. But remember one thing, that you can't cook the fish. You have to eat it raw because the fire would be seen. The smoke would be seen. People would get suspicious. And he also said that in case you run out of food, then you just have to flash the light, the torchlight, twice. But just do that during sunset. I'll see that and I'll, I'll bring you food then. So Tom thanked him, thanked him very profusely. And he said that you are saving my life again. And he was very grateful. So he said, look again, I don't want to talk to you, just leave. Okay. So Sadao, in fact, you know, throughout, like he's in a dilemma. What is right? What is wrong? What am I doing? Okay. So he didn't want to talk to him again. And he said, you just leave. So Tom left. Now, General Takima was very unwell and he had his surgery. And finally, you know, the surgery, of course, was successful. Sadao was a very good doctor. And General Takima, then he recovered. So Sadao told him, that general you promised me that you would be sending two private assassins to kill this American prisoner of war and you forgot and just look at this now he has escaped okay he did not say obviously that I helped him to escape he said and he escaped so general Takima got very scared he said that look Please don't tell this to anybody. Obviously, Sadao didn't want to tell that to anybody. Please don't tell this to anybody. And please remember that it was it, I was very unwell, so I forgot. It was just something that slipped from my mind. It was not intentional. And it was not dereliction of duty. Children, dereliction of duty. How many of you know the meaning of dereliction of duty? D-E-R-E-L-I-C-T-I-O and dereliction of duty is that there is something which is a very important part of your duty and you've forgotten that. That is complete dereliction of duty. Okay. Suppose children, uh, there is homework and one child asked me that, okay, I forgot to note down the homework. So what have you given for homework? And I'll say that, uh, I don't know, maybe read this chapter. But then uh, maybe I have given read this chapter and complete two questions. I forget to tell the child that complete these two questions also, the answers to these two questions also. So it is something, you know, which has slipped from my mind. You can't say that it's dereliction of duty. I mean, one can't use such a strong word. It has just slipped from the teacher's mind. That's all. But suppose, you know, I have to give the ad admit card positively to a child and I forget to do that. It's complete dereliction of duty. Right? The child has come to the examination center. I was supposed to bring the admit card and I didn't bring it with him. Complete dereliction of duty. Okay? You got the point, children. Here, you know, he's the general. General of the Japanese army. 
how could he forget such a such a thing a prisoner of war had to be killed how could he forget that so he said that actually you know you might think it's dereliction of duty but it's not dereliction of duty it was completely unintentional i just forgot sada very happy because obviously he is off the blame now he is off the hook completely nobody will blame him general takima was taking it upon him so sadao you can see children very smart move he managed to put the entire blame on general takima so after that you know everything was over he and general takima said that you know you've done a great job you've saved my life and you will be rewarded and you will be rewarded very well but sadao got his reward that evening he stood outside waiting for the torchlight to flash so that he would get food for tom the torchlight did not flash so that made him very happy that means he has escaped okay he's definitely found a korean fishing boat a korean fishing boat was seen somewhere nearby and he has escaped so he had his reward he saved the soldier and he managed to escape now he can go back to his country back to his family so he is very happy then he thought that okay why did i do that when why did i save him there was absolutely no necessity to save this person right if you see a normal soldier children chinese soldier any other time we would be feeling very kindly towards the person if the person is injured but after the chinese they killed 20 of our soldiers obviously we won't be so kindly disposed towards the chinese soldiers so he actually thought that i mean i know very well that only japan is not killing the americans the americans are also killing many japanese soldiers it's war time it's a war going on it was the second world war why did i say that he was wondering about that and he remembered three people then okay he remembered his professor hardy the professor and his wife you remember children in the story the professor and his wife they were very nice people the professor and his wife they used to invite the children to their place the foreign students to their place and be very nice to them because they used to feel very sorry for these foreign students that you know they have come from come to such a far off place away from home they must be feeling homesick so they used to serve them food and generally talk to them be nice to them so it was a very nice gesture on their part i mean it was not part of the professor's duty it was definitely not part of the professor's wife's duty but still they were doing that they were americans and they were still doing that they used to see the foreign students and they used to feel very sorry for them that they are so far away from their country from their families they must be really feeling homesick with everything so different for them in america and they used to be very nice to them so he remembered them very nice people americans not japanese and very nice people he remembered them okay then he remembered his professor of anatomy okay professor of anatomy who used to keep on telling loudly in his class that operating a human body without complete knowledge of the human body is a cardinal sin sir used to keep on saying that anatomy you should be knowing very well 
if you are a doctor what kind of a surgeon you are going to be if you are not uh, well aware of the human body he also used to say that you should be so aware of it as if you've made it yourself okay you've made it with your own hands should be so well versed in the anatomy of the human body and in fact you know he was an american and obviously he would have loved his country very much like the american children very much rather than the foreigners obviously but then it wasn't like that when he taught it was the same for everybody yes he did not distinguish between any of his students for him everybody all of them were going to be doctors and they had to be perfect in anatomy because that was very important so he just did not distinguish between his students at all okay while teaching many times children obviously while teaching nobody does you know but in the attitude sometimes uh, maybe you know um, a person who's teaching might be a little more kind hearted towards a few rather than a few others it can happen children it's human nature you know you have your human feelings one or two might be my favorites and one or two of course do of course i don't do that but still so i mean one could easily do that and at that time children it was in fact you know before the war also a bit of enmity and dislike it was there because america uh, this japan japan itself you know by, uh, if you know that it was an imperial power it had colonies it had colonies in china and a lot of places so the reason why children Uh, many people when they oppose uh, subhash chandra bose many people feel that okay had we got independence in the way subhash chandra bose wanted not the way gandhi ji wanted you know things would have been better in india many people feel that way the argument related to that is that he was taking the help of japan and you know japan by itself was an imperial country so we don't know what intentions did it really have in mind so um, here you know he says that in fact the bit of enmity between the japanese and uh, the americans it was there even that time so he did not distinguish between anybody that was really wonderful about him that okay some of the students they've come from japan maybe china or the countries that we don't like but they were okay with that okay suppose you know children we see someone a chinese student is there obviously many of us would not feel so kindly towards the chinese student though of course we know that uh, corona virus or the galwan attack is not his fault exactly but still so but he wasn't like that when he taught he did not distinguish between anybody so he remembered that okay the third thing that he remembered children we might have to continue in the next class the third thing okay and uh, it was about his american landlady now children like i told you 